the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want to know what your competitors are up to? Serving as an essential ad and marketing intelligence platform, Social Peta covers advertising data from over 80 global ad networks across 70 countries and regions. And they have more than 300 enterprise clients. You might have heard of a few, including Google, Tencent Games, NetEase Games, and so much more. Learn more by visiting socialpeta.com. That's socialpeta.com. Do you know how well your mobile ads are performing? Let AppBroda unify all your app monetization into one powerful platform, giving you access to Google Ad Exchange and insights that you need to scale your ad revenue. Check them out at appbroda.com. What is up, App Nation? It is your boy, Steve P. Young, founder of appmasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads and more importantly, those revenues. And I want to thank you for joining me week in and week out every Friday morning at 9 a.m. And today we're going to talk about a couple of different things I'm super excited to learn alongside with you. It's UGC content. So all that means is user generated content and using that content as ads. And then I want to talk about how that's performing as opposed to hiring a big agency and paying tens of thousands of dollars for them to create a highly produced one, 4K beautiful videos and all that stuff. How are they perform, outperforming those highly produced ones? Secondly, I want to talk about TikTok ads. And lastly, talk about push notifications. I think it's a great way to bring users back. And then my guest has some great case studies on how they've been able to help clients with some cool features with push notifications that I actually didn't know about. That's why I love doing the show. I get to learn alongside with you. And joining me today is Christian Eckhart. He is the CEO and founder of custom lytics there he is let me bring both of us ah i'm screwing up everything there he is he is the ceo and co-founder of custom lytics the leading full stack mobile technology and marketing consultancy in europe christian welcome to the show how you doing my friend welcome hey how are you here's your beautiful website here too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Steve. I'm really, um, really excited for the show. Um, let's see if I can uh, if, if I can cope with your with your dad jokes. Um, and yeah, we'd love to uh, <laughs> love to discuss all things mobile because this is what we. Well, I mean, this is what we've been doing for our entire professional lives, at least. So uh, yeah, really looking forward yeah. to that. Same here. You know, I think we can talk a lot of shop. We both have multiple marketing agency so there's a lot that we can share together all right i want to say hi to a few people in the comments we've got yash we've got rassi how's it going man and fam fridays with that masters christian just so you know you know all the acronyms out there and ram you launched a new app in two weeks that's awesome man sub grow cool notice that you just did an update so congrats to that all right so christian let's start off with this i mean we talked about this but UGC, user-generated content. Like, how, I guess let's before we get into the case study, how do we even get started with user-generated content? Because I feel like the, the hardest part is getting the actual users, or maybe it's somebody on your team, to create this content. Yeah, 
that's actually the good part. I would, I would uh, uh, actually, a good point, which is very controversial. I would say the exact opposite. Uh, it's actually the easiest part to get started on user-generated content what? ads. Um, so what we, so, I mean, if you want to do successful marketing on literally any of the di modern uh, digital uh, uh, social channels, you have to be a user anyways to understand it. There's, you know, you will never be good at doing, you know, running ads there, running marketing there if you're not using the platform yourself as the marketing manager or as the designer who designs the ads for it. Um, and if, you know, that criteria is met, then you are a user and that also means you will be able to generate content. Um, and that's exactly what it's all about. Um, so actually that's the, that's the beauty, uh, or at least that's how we always see it, that's the beauty of user-generated content ads is that anybody can do them. You don't need an agency, you don't need your uh, crazy nice uh, expensive studio to shoot it, you don't need you know, models and all those kind of things. Um, for us, it's literally, it's our designers um, starting, uh, starting to use their, um, you know, the smartphones that they have anyways. Um, we film you know, the stuff on, on iPhones, which is, I mean, as we all know, quite decent cameras anyways. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's actually quite easy. No, I like it. Is there a, a template that you guys have in terms of, hey, here's the flow, here's the storyboard, or is just literally like, what are the top two, three features? What's the template that you guys tend to follow? Yeah, it's along the lines of, of what you already said. Um, we think about what would be, you know, our, like, like you said, what are USPs? What are the features that we think will resonate the most with the audience? Of course, also and always slightly uh, depending on who's actually your target audience. Um, and then you go out and essentially you film, you know, yourself using the product, showing the features. That's what it's all about. Um, so in the uh, in the case study that we will maybe uh, later look at with, with one of our clients, we share. Um, it's an electric car sharing uh, app from Volkswagen here in Berlin, and um, exactly this one. And there, the content is essentially all about what you can do with the cars. So you know, going out to the green, um, all the nice uh, forests here in, in Berlin. Uh, you know, shopping, big stuff that would be super annoying to carry in public transport. Um, yeah, and then. Of course, this is the starting point, and then you can do so much more mm -hmm. with it. Uh, what you can see in the middle here is the uh, the infamous FAQ. So you can even you know combine it with some community work even. Um, and you, in this case, we started to collect the the most frequent questions, um, and then you know we answered them in a nice video. So yeah, uh, endless possibilities. I want to talk about this middle one because I think this is the one. As I was reading through this. Case study. I recommend you guys going there. So all you got to do is go to custom analytics and then go to learn and then you can go to case studies and find it same there. But was this targeted to new users that haven't heard about WeShare too? Like how are you using this particular ad in, for WeShare? Yeah, in this case it was. Um, however, there were also then other um, variants of it where we, you know, there was by that, by, by that time, uh, so by, by this time, by now, we do have many more uh, versions of it that also have different other, you know, sub-targets or sub-audiences uh, uh, that we try to um, that we try to get with it. In the beginning, we started with the obvious one, which was more the user acquisition, uh, new users kind yeah. of uh, thing. But um, yeah, so this was the starting point. And then, you know, from there, you can you can uh, go into many different places. All right, now that you have this user-generated content, it looks really cool, right? It's the same things that we might be seeing on Instagram, on TikTok, with some of the text up here, right here, 
and honestly, it is literally like that we for certain clients too. It's literally like somebody taking the phone and be like, Hey guys, and talking yeah. through it and be like, Hey, this is how we do this yeah. and that. But talk to me about where you run these ads then what's been the most best performing network. Yeah. So, um, the particular examples here are all from, uh, TikTok. So we are running them um, on on the TikTok channel, um, which I think, yeah, I don't have to explain so much about. I guess uh, <laughs> all the people in the audience will, will know about it or have heard about it. Um, what I want to say here, though, now that you're asking for it, is that it's very important that we... So the approach is not to take the exact same content, and even if it is user-generated, and put it on all the different platforms. It's really about us, you know, thinking thinking about the specialties of every platform. Sometimes it's the format. Sometimes it's just because the stuff that your friends and other uh, organic users of the platform are sharing might be different across platforms. And then we would, we would go there and try to make it as fitting as possible with the platform because that is, that's what it's all about. I think we've arrived at a point where we're using all these new um, social networks and the big issue with traditional ads is that they don't fit the platforms. Um, so mm -hmm. if we, you know, if we, if we accept this and start working on, on, on content that is actually fitting the platform, then why not go all in and really think twice or maybe three times uh, about what is the, even the, the, the nitty gritty detail stuff that's different across the platforms and then have it produced in the, uh, in, in the perfect way. Because like we said, production costs for these are insanely low. So, Yeah. <laughs> Just get, get out and do it. All right. So with TikTok, wh what about the attribution? How do we make sure that TikTok is a high performing channel? Are you doing anything from an attribution standpoint? Yeah. So um, although we kind of, uh, we didn't uh, start with this topic, but actually the technical infrastructure is even, I would say more our DNA or the core of our company than the, the pure advertising is. This is where we're coming from. Uh, the, the backstory to that is that my, um, my co-founder and I, um, Raul, we were working at Delivery Hero before starting the company um, here in Berlin already together. And we started in a time when mobile attribution didn't exist really because apps barely existed by the time. Um, and we were doing paid for the apps there and we've realized that it was super inefficient because we didn't have any proper tracking. And that was like, I don't know, 10 years ago now. Um, and this point at this realization has kind of you know influenced us so much that we then even later on started a company with this where, where we focus on oh you know every client that comes in we would first look at the tracking and we would first make sure that everything's set up there that they have an, an mmp an attribution tracking tool like adjust to apps flyer in place and then we do any campaigns not the other way around um and that also of course holds true for tiktok um, so, um, TikTok uh, right now is, um, still using attribution on, uh, that's done on the attribution provider side, um, although it's server side, but, uh, yeah, so you do have tracking links, it's server side tracking though, but, um, it's kind of a almost a traditional setup, I have to say these days, um, because everybody's now moving to server attributing and na na na. Um, but for now, it's still the traditional uh, scenario. You create an adjust or AppSire tracking link and um, mm -hmm. put it behind the campaigns and then, yeah. Hey, you know, my audience, sometimes they may not be able to afford the, I know AppSire's got a free plan now. So for those who are just like starting out, AppSire, can, you can get started for free, I believe. 
just that's why I love the audience. They told me about it. I was like, I didn't know that. But for those, have you ever tried the iOS, especially on the iOS side of things? Like there's a campaign tracking. I think even Google has their UTM underscore campaign. Have you yeah. done anything with that being like, all right, if you don't have any attribution, here's how we're going to do it. Yes, we have. Um, however, our conclusion after trying many different things and I guess also things that uh, Google and Facebook didn't really like to see, um, our conclusion is that if you, uh, for whatever reason, if you don't have a, um, an attribution tracking tool or you, you cannot afford one, then you should stick to the channels that are tracked automatically because um, the owner of the advertising channel is also the operator of the operating system, as in it's Apple or Google. Um, so uh, without tracking, our recommendation would be Google App campaigns on Android works without any additional tracking, of course, because they own both the you know the right. operating system and the advertising platform. And on Apple search ads, it's search ads. Uh, on iOS, I mean it's search ads. Um, so that's what we would stick to if you um, if you cannot afford or don't want to go down the route of um, an attribution tracking tool. And then also, realistically, you can do a lot on these channels. And by that time, you will also naturally yes. already spend quite a bit. And then it's like, you know, then you will be able to afford it. So, yeah. <laughs> I love what you said there, Christian. Okay, this is what I love doing when I do because I've been recommending that to most of my clients. I'm like, hey, you know, Google for Google. And sometimes we're starting to do Google for iOS using Firebase attribution. Which is and possible, so that's going okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's the way end round. But like what we've been saying is start with Apple search ads, start with Google ads, kind of just what you said and then move on to other things. Cause everybody wants yeah. to do so many things at once cause they hear the nice, the latest buzzword. Like what about this? What about that? And it's like, dude, yeah. uh, you know, have you exhausted these primary channels? Is it, yeah. do you have that approach too? Or, or yeah. how, what would you say? Yeah, no, it's the same. Okay. It's always this. Uh, the other day, I don't know where I saw this. I have to look it up. Um, it was my LinkedIn feed. I forgot who, who posted this. Um, actually, nice new meme. You know, this tip of the iceberg internet meme where there's something on top of the, uh, that's yeah. the tip of the iceberg and then everything below the water. And uh, the meme was that um, the tip of the iceberg was the client says, uh, can we run a new channel? And below the ice and, and below the water it was like 100 things like oh fix the tracking try new creatives and, like, and five <laughs> other things so uh, yeah this right. is pretty much our approach as well um pretty much i like it i'm trying to find the trying to go through your linkedin see if you've you've liked it or something i will like, uh, i will i will find it, it. I, I, I will that's look a it up good one. I, think, I, I think i know i know who posted it so maybe i can okay yeah, I, I found it <laughs> I will send you the link. Okay. <laughs> cool. Hey, look, I think it's, we are live. Okay, cool. Luke says, has it started yet? I've gotten the title screen still. You might try to refresh it, Luke. I think it's working. So you guys let us know in the comments if it's working, but I, I see it live and recording. Hey, Christian, one thing I want to mention is with TikTok ads, anything like best practice wise for a newbie, new beginner out there, I'm completely new on this. I'm, I've heard a lot of different people saying TikTok, TikTok, mm. it's working really well, especially with Facebook having its issues with IDFA and all that stuff. Any best practices that we should know with TikTok ads? Mm. There are several things to keep in mind. I'm thinking about what we can talk about that's not too uh, boring. Well, I mean, the first and obvious one, which we already kind of discussed is, yeah, um, 
get an attribution tracking um, in place of whatever uh, shape or form and make sure that your campaigns are tracked. Um, if you don't um, if you don't track even you know basic stuff like the install, then uh, yeah, obviously you will have a very hard time optimizing your campaigns. Uh, the same holds true for um, events that are further down the funnel. Um, but this is a kind of, I keep repeating myself, I say this all the time, but yeah, tracking is uh, tracking and data is key. Um, so that's of course a very important one. Um, the second top tip may be also obvious at this point, but I will uh, I will happily um, uh, talk about it again, is don't go to TikTok with the ads that you're using in other channels. Like, don't. Um, yes, I know you can upload whatever funny brand video that you have flying around that was produced 10 years ago and this you think is, is, is still okay, um, but no. Then you can also, um, I don't know, uh, give, give the money to some like uh, charity that's a better investment then. So uh, yeah, <laughs> don't do that. Um, which I guess leads us to the third point, um, which is try to, when you start with TikTok, try to really get into it. You use it like I would I would say golden rule before you do any ads on TikTok, even if it's painful for yourself because you hate it, use the product for two weeks in a row every day, at least an hour. If you can get through this, then you and you still want to do TikTok ads by then, <laughs> um, then you will have a, a decent understanding of the content that you will see there. And then after the two weeks, try to come up with content that you think fits in there. Um, and then I think you'll be doing quite all right. All right, guys, we had some technical problems with this live stream. So that was part one of the live stream and use the link up top or down below to see part two, where we're going to break down best practices for TikTok targeting, push notifications, how to properly respond to app store reviews and the impact it makes on your app engagement. So definitely join us for part two. All right, I'll see you on the next video. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.